This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters. By partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com slash Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk one more NXT on the USA and WWE Networks for the year 2019. Uh, there <laughs> is another NXT episode. It'll be on Christmas Day with some taped matches, but we're not covering it. We have things to do. Yeah, we're taking a, taking a week off, and we'll be back in the new year with... Uh, It'll be the we'll be talking about the New Year's Day edition mm-hmm. of NXT. Um, Talk about a hangover show! Holy Hello. cow! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so it's episode five hundred and thirty-eight of NXT, and uh, it begins with an uninterrupted recap of last week's events. So oh. Adam Cole apparently busy preparing for his match. Didn't have time to interrupt the uh, the recap from last week. As he yeah. should. His match was first, so I yes. guess it, that explains a lot. Uh, Adam Cole defending the NXT Championship against Finn Balor is the opener. Uh, it's mostly Finn Balor in control, and the crowd mm-hmm. is very excited for this match. And Finn is kind of playing, kind Into of it? he's he's kind of playing de facto good guy, I guess, for this match, even though he's yeah not really not. one. Yeah, it was weird. The crowd like really didn't know what to do with that. They were super torn for the two, like, bad guys. <laughs> yes. Uh, this match spilled to the floor, and Finn went for... Uh, he tried to kick Adam Cole, who was on the ground, but Adam Cole super kicked his leg out from underneath him, and uh, this gave Adam Cole control of the match. Finn gets worked over with a focus on his neck. The announcers make sure to point out 
that he's working on his neck, because a lot of Adam Cole's moves are head-based. Hmm. So it's important to attack the neck. Uh, Finn yeah. Balor... And then protect it. Yes. <laughs> Shout-outs to me again. Uh, yep. Finn Balor mounts a comeback, uh, goes for the John Woo dropkick, but gets hit with a super kick instead for a two. That was great. Uh, yes. They do the strike exchange, which sees Adam Cole take a Pele kick, but uh, Cole wobbles and then falls down on top of Finn Balor for a two. So Finn Balor almost beat himself by kicking Adam Cole in the head. That yep. would have been embarrassing. That would have uh, been really embarrassing. I'm glad that's not how it ended. Yes. Uh, a series of counters leads to a last call uh, by uh, Adam Cole for a two. He then goes for the last shot. Well, there's a difference between these two moves. The last call and the last shot? Yes, the last call, I believe, is the uh, the brain buster onto his knee, uh, mm-hmm, which he does mm-hmm. from time to time. The last shot, of course, the uh, the running knee strike. So the last yes. the last shot is countered into a into a double stomp. Finn hits the which John Woo drop cool. kick. It was very cool. Uh, Finn hits the John Woo drop kick. Uh, Cole cuts him off before he can hit the coup de grace off the top rope. Uh, Cole tries to hit him with a Panama Sunrise on the floor, but that ends with Adam Cole getting just backdropped onto the floor. Uh, <laughs> Finn Balor gives him the John Woo drop kick again into interns at ringside. I know, those poor interns. Man, just every week, if I was an intern at Full Sail, I would just, if they're like, hey, come sit at ringside, I'd be like, no way. No, People constantly I'm get good. thrown into me. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they have good also, insurance. The John Woo drop kick is maybe my new favorite wrestling move name. <laughs> Well, it's because like they they drop kick him and the guy goes flying back to find physics, <laughs> just like in a John Woo film. I love it. Um, Next, so, they'll be moving in slow motion. Oh my goodness! Can I, look? I can send you some. I can send you some clips. There have been some really funny pro wrestling slow motion spots that are really that are really good. Uh, I'm sure. So they get back into the ring. Uh, I just I'm laughing just because I have to shorthand my notes because everything goes so quickly. So yep. I just have I just have woo into interns and it's just making me chuckle. Yep, that's uh, a good. Coup de gras misses uh, a last shot for a huge near fall. Finn kicks out of it, goes for another but gets clotheslined. Coup de gras hits, and instead of going for the pin, he tries to hit Bloody Sunday on Adam Cole. But he is distracted by something off-screen, Jacqueline. We don't get to see it at first. <gasps> what is it? Finn thinks he has seen a ghost, and perhaps he has. When the camera finally cuts to the stage, and it is the ghost of Johnny Gargano. Come back what? to life, apparently. It, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but apparently it's been like three months. And he hasn't been on TV. Wow. Has it been that long? I get... Hmm... It feels I guess like it's, maybe. feels like it hasn't I thought it was only long. two months. Maybe it's two and a half. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway, this distraction results in a low blow from Adam Cole and a last shot for the win. And after the match, oh. Johnny Gargano attacks Finn Balor with a chair. Well, what did you think of the opener? I thought this was awesome. It was a great way to open the show. Um, I thought, there, and there, there's two things that uh, I wanted to mention that were kind of like pre-show notices so first of all Finn Balor came out and the screen said Prince it all did. over it and then also he had some random X's on his gear like one knee and one butt cheek 
yes, like opposite. Weirdly. So I don't know what's happening, but he's slowly changing something. Yes, <laughs> he is. He is transforming somewhere. Yes. Um, and Adam Cole was wearing green. Don't know why that choice, but very different from the black and gold that they typically wear. Yes. Um, but I thought the match it, the match started out really well. Lots of energy. Too much slapping back and forth for me across the chest. We all know I don't like that. No. Um, but I thought the reversals that these guys had on each other was pretty cool. And um, it just kept it super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're... So my, I guess they're going to... They need to have that Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, like, revenge match, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, Pro- I guess... Probably for and TakeOver? I, probably for TakeOver. Um, and then I... But I guess I'm kind of sad because I really... Because this, the feud with Adam Cole and, and Finn Balor is obviously not over either because of the cheating aspect. So yes, I don't know. It's I think they've backed themselves into a corner a little bit. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see where they come out of that. Uh, I'm gonna pop open Grapple here, uh, and yeah, I also thought this was just a really good match. Crowd was mm-hmm. way into it. Uh, yes, absolutely. This is the the most enjoyable. Well, I don't know. I really enjoyed uh, Finn Balor and Matt Riddle. At War Games, I thought that was good, but I think this was the best. Mm, this was better. Yeah, this was the best. I think this was the best Finn match since returning to NXT. I thought the three way, the three man match last week was better. Oh, maybe you know it may have been. I don't know. I, I, I think I rated this one higher, but uh, I, don't, I think I did. What did you give Adam Cole and Finn Balor? Okay. I gave it a three and a half. I feel like I'm low, but that's what I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. I went with. <laughs> I went with a four. Oh, uh, interesting, interesting. I thought it was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, really good is like three and a half, I guess. So if, if four, I guess, means great. <clears throat> it was great. Uh, yes. Grapple 3.91. Okay. So they liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhea Ripley shown backstage listening to our podcast. And Shayna Baszler is shown talking. <laughs> I wrote here... Shayna shown taking a friendly neighborhood stroll. <laughs> it looked like they were just houses, and it just looked like they were just walking on a. Well, you she's know. normal people, just like the rest of us. Yeah, they're all people. Everybody, they can go for walks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the trolling Jacqueline Award match of the night, put, pitting Damian Priest and Killian Dane, making good on the match she did not want to see last week. Uh, making it happen here. Um, this actually ended up better than I thought it was going to be, but it did. But like, I don't know. I just I don't fully care about either of these mm-hmm. men. Um, as competitors, I'll have to. Good thing I'm. Good thing I'm not just blindly reading my notes here. Is there are some spelling mistakes that uh, autocorrect did not catch. Interesting. Uh, Brawling starts out uh, this match, of course. These two men have a grudge, but Damien Priest's ribs are not 100%. So Killian Dane goes to work on uh, on them, and uh, he does this forever through a picture-in-picture yes. break. He hugs this man standing. He hugs them. He hugs him on the ground. He splashes on this man. He does back sentons, all this stuff, working over the midsection of Damien Priest. Um, after the break, uh, Damien Priest mounts uh, a comeback, pushes through the pain to deliver a suplex on Killian Dane, uh, then a dive to the floor. Uh, I think that was his flip dive thingy. 
Maybe he did something oh, else. I don't remember. Over the ring. He yeah. definitely got style points for that. Yes. That's probably the only thing that kept me interested and why I rated this as high as I did. Uh, South of Heaven for a two. Okay, I, I had a question. I have so yes. many questions about the name of that move. Yes. Like, what in the actual hell? Well, as, just call it just call it like the Hellbreaker or something. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But you got to be creative. You, you see, Heaven <laughs> is north and Hell is below, so it's. South of Heaven. What if you live in Australia? You know what? I mean, South of Heaven could be anything, though. That yeah, Yeah. could be Argentina. South of Heaven. What if it? I mean, it could be Purgatory. We can get really deep into this. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Don't like it. The Purgatory Pile Driver. Mm Hmm. Yep. I prefer that one. Uh, He didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened here with Killian Dane. I just wrote sloppy powerbomb from Killian Dane. Oh yeah, I I wrote um, it didn't that look pretty. the drop priest took to the mat did not look good. Yeah, it looked painful. Like it looked really painful. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vader bomb. Dane goes for the Vader bomb, but uh, priest gets his knees up and he hits the reckoning on Killian Dane for the win. Uh, what did you think of this collision of big fellas? Um, I'm glad Priest won in the end, but like it's a man match for me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just cannot stress enough how, how much I don't care about this rivalry now that Pete Dunn's not involved anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this That this, was the only thing that gives it interesting. <laughs> this managed to reach a stage like where I would call it good. Uh, yeah. I'll give it that. It's just that it's like, I don't know, this has been going on for far too long. Like, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm particularly interested in either of these guys. Just... The mechanics of the match and stuff were good. Yeah. They told a story with Damien Priest's ribs not being 100% and Killian Dane working them over, which is yeah, but- good. I mean, I'll, I'll take that over a match where somebody will put Ricochet on the ground and work over his arm, you know, even though Ricochet mm-hmm. doesn't do anything with his arms. He's a flying guy, but... But the one thing I will say is that, like, um, Damien Priest kept trying to pick up Killian Dane, forgetting yes. that it hurt. Like, come on, dude. Like, you know this. <laughs> I mean, Stop people <laughs> people are people are dumb though. Like he was just like, yeah. You just wanted to. It was brawn over brains here. He just wanted to suplex yeah. this man, and he didn't care and, how much he hurt himself to do it. And I guess part of it too is that n- none of these guys ever get a mic. So, like, I think that might be why I don't care about it. Yeah, There's they don't, no, yeah. Just like like every all the other big rivalries, the guy you know everyone gets on the mic at some yeah. point. These guys do not, and I think that's why I'm just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, they don't have somebody to even speak for them. Like, yeah. that would be helpful, but... Yes. And there mm-hmm. are people. There's, They've got, um, what's his name? Uh, Malcolm Dexter Bivens. Dexter Loomis. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna, they have, like, uh, Malcolm Bivens, who's on the house show loop and stuff. He's a manager. His oh, job yeah. is to talk for other wrestlers uh, who aren't as good as talking, at, or aren't as good at talking. Uh, see, myself, for example... Uh, but, you know, he hasn't even made it to television yet. Like, you know, take some of those And he managers. wears fantastic shoes. Yeah, put, uh, they've, they've got a couple of managers in NXT that are doing the house shows and stuff. Bring them up, have them talk for people. Yeah, because these guys are falling flat. These guys could, these guys could use the help. I don't know, what, what did you give it? Two and a quarter. Oh, wow, you were way lower on this than I was. <laughs> I, well, like I said, this reached good to me, and that's a, a no. three. So I gave it a three. I thought they worked a a, a good wrestling match. Uh, Grapple gave it a two point nine six. 
Dang, Grapple! That was generous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought it was on point, but I guess from your your perspective, it wouldn't be generous. I just don't care. Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's on good terms with uh, Cody Rhodes and All Elite Wrestling because they announced the Dusty Rhodes, the Dusty Cup, isn't the mm, Tag Team mm-hmm. Championship Tournament is coming back for 2020. And I say this because uh, Cody recently... Uh, picked up several trademarks, including his father's name. So he WWE trademarked his dad's name. Yeah, well, his dad's name is Dustin or Dust. It's not even. Oh, so it's it's his stage name. Yeah, yeah. Dusty Rhodes is his actual name is like Virgil Runnels, I think oh, is his real name. So Dusty Rhodes is his stage close. name. Um, but yeah, uh, so WWE does not own the name Dusty Rhodes. So they must be doing this with permission, I would presume. So they have to pay for it. Yeah, weird to see them working together in this manner. But yeah, mm. um, although Dusty was a big part of NXT, so yeah, and Cody, and I was gonna say much nicer than what Ric Flair was trying to do. <laughs> uh, oh, with the suing over the man thing. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, up next, Cameron Grimes versus Kushida. This feud is over Cameron Grimes. Stolen hat. Which is stupid, but man, Kushida's just so charming and looks like he has so much fun with it. Yeah, like, and Cameron Grimes was okay. and Cameron Grimes was so mad that he didn't have his hat. Yep. Um somebody had asked, I think on Twitter once, for like, you know, give me like why does he have a hat? Like what's the story between mm-hmm. this man and his hat? And now we know my, my head cannon was that, uh, his, his grandfather who taught him how to wrestle died Ooh. and his spirit was infused into the hat. And Too he much. now communes to his grandfather through this hat. Ooh. And that is why it is so important to him. That's a lot. <laughs> you, you don't think that it's, you know, without it, he can't wrestle as good because, you know. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. His grandfather tells him through the hat how, yes. to, how to wrestle. Got yeah. It. Okay. It's kind of it's like Ratatouille a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kushida wrestling circles around him to start the match off. Uh, Grimes basically just getting his ass kicked, which is typical for a Cameron Grimes match. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets beat up for most of it. Grimes then manages to take control during the commercial break. Kushida makes a comeback, of course, afterwards. Uh, but it gets cut off with uh, what I best described here as a spinning side slam for E2. Uh, mm. Does a very impressive German suplex onto Kushida for E2. Uh, Kushida does this huge flip dive off the top rope onto Cameron Grimes and lands, I would say, 90% on his tailbone. Yep. It was not a fun-looking landing at all. Oh my goodness. But but he kept at it. He is tenacious. Yeah. If, 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 if you've ever had, or if anyone's ever had a bruised tailbone, let alone a broken one, like you, oh my goodness, do you know like how painful that can be? And I can't imagine, I find it impossible that he didn't at least bruise it with that landing, right. <laughs> but holy cow. Uh, Avalanche, so I don't know how to describe this. They're on the top rope, and uh, Kushida does this, like, he leaps into, like, a leg scissors and, like, mm-hmm. flips Cameron Grimes off the top rope. They they both kind of flip, and this lands in, like, a pinning position for Kushida. 
He gets a two. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of cool moves in this match. Uh, a reversal exchange, but Cameron Grimes gets the cave-in for the win. And post-match, Cameron Grimes gets his hat back. <laughs> so, I thought this was a great match. I thought both of them were impressive. I thought it was mm-hmm. too long, so I took some points off. Okay. Um, but overall, I thought it was good. I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, I think Grimes is probably a good wrestler. I just don't like his character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see liking him eventually. It's just not happening right now. Mm-hmm. I also have a prediction for 2020. Yes. Um, I think Kushida is going to be the next challenger for the North American title. Oh, I mean, him and Roddy would be very good, I think. I th- yeah, and I think that that's where this is. I think he's, like, next. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, he mm-hmm. seems to be, like, in that m- middle, like, going to have the big push, you know, so... Um, that's my prediction for him. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. what did you give it? I gave it two and three quarters. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really like this match too. I don't think, I don't think it went, uh, I don't think it went too long, but mm, I did. I'm, but I'm somebody who's used to really long. Yeah. Like for me, really long has to be over 30 minutes and like, then it's like, oh, that's way too long. Although no, I, that's when I get up and get myself a snack. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes if the crowd is really exhausted too, like that'll yeah. make a match feel very long. Uh, but I like this; they worked really well together. Uh, I agree. It's weird that this was over Cameron Grimes' hat. It's I'll weird that it. Kushida was the one to steal the hat because he's the good well, guy. To be fair, the crowd talked him into it. Did they? They just you know, come on. That was that was the chant. They went take the hat take the hat. Everyone here <laughs> in America, like, you want to be like us, we all steal hats. All the time. That's just, <laughs> you know, it's it's in the Constitution. Just don't, don't look at it. Take a up. hat. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take a hat. That's like, that's the, you know, the latest amendment to the Constitution. It just says take a hat, period. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like this a lot, though. I gave this three and a half. Wow. Uh-huh. I really liked it. Uh, Grapple 3.44. Wow, super close. <laughs> yeah, you and Grapple are having a rough day today. Yeah, we're just not in sync today. That's okay, it happens sometimes. Uh, Rhea Ripley shown warming up still in the back, mm-hmm. and uh, she's been warming up for a long time, apparently. Long warm-ups. Well, it pays off later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Io Shirai personality video, that uh, brings us to Io Shirai and Santana Garrett. Uh, so, I thought this match was really weird. Uh, I agree. Momentum was traded early on, uh, mm-hmm. with EO escaping a lot of Santana's offense. I thought Santana at a lot of moments here looked very impressive. And yes. I thought her and EO had some pretty good chemistry. Well, so they, someone mentioned, it might've been Beth that they have, that there's a history between these two women. Yeah. I'm sure they've probably, they yeah. Japan was, together. I would say that there's a good chance that they probably wrestled in stardom, which was EO's home company in okay. Japan. I'm I'm almost positive they have, but Okay. Um how many times they've wrestled, I don't know, but they had pretty good chemistry here together. I thought they looked good. And I thought yeah. Santana looked good in this match. But it was this gets weird because as far as I know, EO cuts her off uh and then just hits her with double knees and then hits her with the moonsault and pins her. Like it yep. felt like Santana was doing very good and then EO hit two moves in one. Yeah. A little weird. Uh, again, this is one of those things, like, I think they want Santana to be a star. Mm-hmm. So either give her a squash match where she can show off 
her bigger moves. Yep. Or if you're going to have this kind of match with Io Shirai, have her come in here and they have a very competitive match. Pen- yeah. Which Io eventually wins. But this was like weird. Santana was like beating her up and then Io's like, okay, I'm done getting beat up. And then hit her with two moves in one. <laughs> Strange. It's life. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought Santana did look pretty impressive. I, I agree with that. She was doing like that backwards crab walk thing. It was pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. some of the stuff she was doing, she's very, she's very flexible. Yep. Um, but yeah, I like these two ladies together. It was good. Um, it was good, but like, again, you're right. I don't know if it wasn't a great match. It wasn't EO's best by any chance. So yeah. And Io, of course, a bad guy who is wildly cheered by everyone. Yes. I am glad, though, that they are introducing some new women onto the, into the, yes. you know, division. Because, like, we got the breakout tournament for the men. Yes. I mean, we've only really seen three of them do anything from there. But um, Oh, my God, you're right. So many of them have just vanished. Right? Where's Dexter Loomis? I'm going to keep bringing this up. Because, he just like, vanished. Yeah. Like, he was a cool character. He had his Weird, one match. But cool. He had his one match, was eliminated, and we haven't and seen him since. It. He, he probably, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they killed him. Who knows? But, um. Mm-hmm. Could be impressive. But, yeah, but. Could be, yes. But, um, I don't know. I guess it's good that they're showing some some new women with, you know, they have Santana, they have Lacey Lane, or Caden Carter, I guess. Like, yeah. that they're bringing them all in. Better to get the used fold, to that name so. change. Don't like it. <laughs> uh, I gave it uh, two and three quarters. I thought this was I, oh good for. I thought it was good for what they had, but still yeah. doesn't take away how weird it it all came together for me. I went real low on this one. I went a two. Oh wow! Okay, you're yeah. just not feeling this episode this week compared. No, to I'm not. Else. Two two point six two from Grapple. Mm, okay. Wow. Uh, what do we got next? Pete Dunn. And th- this was just like all matches on this show. There was very little in between. Uh, I'm fine with it. Pete Dunn and Travis Banks. They say this is a Worlds Collide thing, but come on. I know Pete Dunn's been in NXT for the last couple of months now, but when I see Pete Dunn, I think of NXT UK. This, this yeah. felt like NXT UK versus NXT UK to me, but whatever. Uh... They wrestle for a minute, but that quickly changes into brutal strikes. Uh, like, really, br- these guys were hitting each other hard. Uh, <laughs> Pete Dunn got his hands on Travis Banks for like a minute, and his chest was already like purple. So, yikes. Uh, X-Plex on the apron takes us into a commercial break. Back from the break, Travis Banks makes a comeback. Uh, a big stomp for a two. He goes for the slice of heaven, but Pete Dunn punches him in the face. Uh, hits him with uh, another X-Plex for a two tries for the bitter end, but Travis Banks turns this into a DDT. Uh, he tries to go for the slice of heaven again, but Pete Dunn catches him, uh, and gives him an actual curb stomp from like Americans. What is that? American history X essentially. Yep. Uh, the curb. terrifying, terrifying mm-hmm. move. Uh, bitter end countered again. By Travis Banks, who hits the Kiwi Crusher for a two. Uh, they fight to the ropes. They get up uh, onto the second rope where Pete Dunn gives Travis Banks an avalanche X-Plex and then finally hits the bitter end for the win. I thought this was a really good match. 
I enjoyed this too. Is that 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 last that avalanche thing? Is that where he like went face down onto the mat? Because that looks scary. Um, I think that might be the bitter end. Is the face down onto the mat? Where okay, he, I don't where he know. picks him up and spins him around, and then he lands on his face. Maybe I don't I know that and the DDTs just too much. But I did like that. Th- this was a much higher energy match for a Pete Dunne match. I felt um, mm-hmm. like way more athletic, much less of that joint manipulation. Which and. I don't know. I just like him so much. So yes, and yeah, overall good. These guys really know each other very well. So it was good stuff. Yeah, it's nice to see Travis Banks. Uh, like I had seen some Travis Banks from like uh, UK indie stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was excited when they're like, "Oh, he's going to be in NXT UK," and then like you know those NXT UK shows, the crowds are so just blah. They're dead. The matches themselves really aren't that exciting. And I would see Travis Banks in there, and I'm like what's all the hype about with this guy? But (laughs) seeing him in here in front of a very lively crowd with this match with Pete Dunne. Much different. I was like, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. I I really, I really like this match. What did you give it? I gave it a three. Okay. I think you're closer to, I was higher on this than grapple was. Uh, I like this one a lot. I gave it three and three quarters. Wow. Grapple 3.39. Wow. Okay. so, yeah, you're closer to the ballpark there. For yeah. sure. Grapple um, and I are more in step now. Oh, uh, it's finally coming together here now that the show is coming to a close. I know, uh, right? One more match. Let's see what we do. Well, Kathy Kelly is backstage with Dakota. Uh, says that, yeah, Mia put her through a table. Yeah, she has staples in her head. But at the end of the day, none of that matters because she beat Mia Yim in this match. And she's going to keep winning until she's the NXT Women's Champion. Uh... And then we were showing Shanna Baszler uh, also warming up uh, with her uh, with her fellow horsewomen. Um, this is when they also announced the main event for next week's pre-taped episode uh, of NXT. It'll be uh, Damian Priest and Tony Nese against Leo Rush and Keith Lee. What a crazy main event! Yeah, it'll be two. <laughs> it'll be a team with one big guy and one little guy. Versus a big guy and a little guy. You could tell it was like slim pickings in the back. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who do we put in you? Yeah. Random. Yeah. It's like they picked names out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did. Um, <laughs> main event time, Shayna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley. Uh, crowd is way into this uh, as we begin. Shayna tries to out-wrestle Rhea. But uh, Rhea ends up punking her out. Like, she goes to do that. I'm going to punch you. And Shayna, like, recoils so hard she falls backwards. And the crowd... Which was weird. The crowd really enjoyed this. They Uh, did, but it's not in line with Shayna's character. No. Well, Shayna is, like, the bully. And I think the the story here is that she's met her equal in Rhea. Ah, okay. I'll accept that. The crowd was like, oh, shit. Like, she's not going to just... Like bash Rhea Ripley around, like Rhea's on her level as, and mm-hmm. which is crazy because as a fighter, Shayna is like as a legitimate fighter, Shayna is better than yeah. any of the other women they have uh, oh, in NXT. But they've done such a good job building Rhea's character that everyone has bought her as a badass, equal yes. to Shayna Baszler. Yep. So that's awesome. Uh, so Shayna takes Shayna manages to take control uh, over Rhea during the break. She kind of like cheap shots her on the ropes during the break and manages to take control. 
coming back from the break, Rhea starts a comeback, but Shanna tried to fight back. Rhea hits her with a superplex off the top rope for a two. The horsewomen try to interfere, but mm-hmm. Rhea takes them out. Uh, for her trouble, though, she eats a knee from Shanna Baszler, and she gets her arm stomped on the steps, uh, at which point Shanna now tortures Rhea Ripley's arm. Mm-hmm. We get another oh. break. I'll oh, continue. Oh, I was going to say, arms aren't supposed to bend that, turn the way she turned them. No, she really has fun bending those arms. She does. Uh, during the next commercial break, Shayna worked on Rhea's arm the whole break. So Rhea's arm is in, in tough shape, which is important because Rhea needs at least one of her arms to hit Riptide. So mm-hmm. if she's going to hit this move, she's going to have to fight through pain to do it. Uh, coming back from the break, Rhea hits a drop kick into Shayna, which takes out a referee. She hits the Riptide, but there is no referee to count. Apparently, all of the other referees are on a lunch break because uh, yeah. no refs the, come out. The, yeah, I was like the cr- the crowd was super into counting. Like <laughs> they, yes. they got it. <laughs> uh, Rhea tries to do a cannonball dive onto the floor onto Shayna, but Shayna moves out of the way and Rhea crashes really hard. She gets her back into the ring and puts her in. Uh, oh no, she puts her into the Kirifuda clutch on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rhea manages to escape barely and get back into the ring. Shanna tosses a chair in. DDTs Rhea onto this chair, gets a two. Uh, yeah, it, I was if if that's where the match ended, I really think that the crowd would have burned down like the city of Orlando that night uh, with the like the cheating. At least, yeah. at least Winter Park. Oh uh, yeah, whatever it's is, it, it's it is Winter Park, right? Winter Park, Florida. That's where this place is. Yes. Um, so she tries for the Kirifuda clutch, but Rhea rolls through, tries to hook her inverted cloverleaf, which I, apparently they're calling the prism. Yeah, I didn't understand that move very well. The prism hold or lock, something along those mm. lines. Um, she tries to put her into this, but Shana gets out of it, puts her in the Kirifuda clutch again. Uh, Rhea tries for escape desperately many times. Uh, and th- I thought this was great because a mm-hmm. lot of Shana's matches have ended this way with people trying to desperately escape, but she either gets them back into the clutch or she rolls them away from the ropes or something. And she'll hold on to them forever. And then eventually they fade out if they don't tap out Mm -hmm. immediately. So the crowd was really into this because they've seen a million Shayna matches end like this. And Rhea is about to go out forever when she grabs the referee by the scruff of his collar (laughs) And the referee is fantastic. It was awesome because the referee was like, let go of me. Uh, And for some reason, this referee shirt gave Rhea Ripley energy. She, she somehow found a a third gear and Mm -hmm. manages to roll out uh, and starts stomping away on the head of Shayna Baszler. And the crowd was going crazy, gets her in the prism, but Shayna manages to escape. Uh, she goes up to the top, but Shayna, uh, like, nails her while she's sitting on the top rope. Shayna try. it looks like she's going to try for, like, maybe her avalanche gut wrench suplex, but Rhea gives her a headbutt, hooks her for the riptide, and hits her with an avalanche riptide off of the second rope for the one, two, three. She wins the match, wins the championship, 
after they come back, everybody is like in the ring. They're like fans, and I think some wrestlers and Boogenhagen was there. Boogs, Rick Boogs was there. Uh, he was. A surprising number of kids were also in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating and cheering. Celebrating and cheering. It was. It was like the end of episode four of Star Wars. It was just. It was a happy day. Uh, and what the did villagers you danced and rejoiced. Yes. What did you think uh, of the main event? <laughs> loved. I thought this was fantastic. I thought mm-hmm. these women worked so well together. And Shayna, <coughs> excuse me, not known for her long matches. No. Or not known for long matches at all. Um, <clears throat> I thought this was quite impressive in that regard. And and Rhea did a lot of heavy lifting in this. Um, I mean, we all knew that this was going to happen, but I think the way it happened, I thought was just brilliant. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought this was the best match on the show, which is tough because Adam Cole and Finn Balor was very good. No, this was better. Uh, The, uh, I mean, I think mechanically in the ring, those two guys were probably better, but the story leading up to this match. Yeah. The, uh, like every like everything about this was perfect. The timing I think was mm-hmm. perfect. Like this was the right time to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can you can always tell. Like this crowd was on fire for this. They desperately wanted Rhea to win. She won and then they went crazy. Like you knew yeah. it was it was, and on top you of knew that something special was happening. On top of that everything clicked here because the performers also performed what like I think Rhea's the best of her is yet to come. She's gotten a lot mm-hmm. better since her run in NXT UK, but this was the best I think she's looked in a match, in a singles match, and this was the best Shayna Baszler I think we've seen in quite a while a as well. Time. Like, mm-hmm. everything she was doing in the ring was also very good, and timing-wise, everything worked out. They didn't screw up anything. There was, you know, nothing oh, like yeah. that. Everything no, they, they worked were just, out. Everything just hit. Like, like yeah. This was the best way it could have gone, I think, honestly. So, mm-hmm. uh, what did you give the main event? Four and a half. Oh wow! Okay, so you liked it slightly even more than me. I went four and a quarter. Mm. But yeah, I really like this match. Grapple four point oh six. A little low. Low yeah. there, Grapple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's. I'm definitely seeing some four and a halfs in here for sure. Yeah. Some fool no. gave this three and a quarter. Get out of here. You don't deserve to vote. A couple of people gave this three and a quarter. Unbelievable. None of you deserve it. I hope you don't vote in the in the presidential election, sir, is all I can say. Well. If you can't give this match at least a four. Uh, I thought this was excellent. <laughs> it was um, definitely excellent. All right. So before we take off, let's talk about it's the, the last show, 2019. Let's talk about our uh, bests of the year. Uh, NX, mm-hmm. The NXT awards are out there. I think they're going to announce who the fans voted on, but... Um, these are who, these are the people that we're picking for our, our bests. So, Mm -hmm. uh, let's go with it. Uh, you want to just do this in order as they're presented on the website? Maybe that'll be easier. Sure. Uh, best female wrestler of 2019. Hmm. Do I have to pick one on this list? You don't. You can pick whomever you want. I don't even know who's on the list. Great. Candice LeRae. Oh, okay. So is Candice not nominated? She's not. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, Candace is a good pick. Uh, I I think so too. <laughs> she's been excellent this year. Uh, there's, I think, there's only, in fact, 
I would say that there's only one person I think is better, and that's the person I picked, which is Io Shirai. But <laughs> it's really not a surprise because they worked together a lot this year. They did. And they were all awesome together. So, yes. Big fan. Uh, best male wrestler. I like how it says, like, best male competitor because they can't say mm-hmm. wrestler. But right. Best male wrestler. Um, I'm going to go with someone on their, their nominations list. Uh, I'm going to say Adam Cole. I'll go with him. Yeah. He put a lot of work in this year. I feel like... He really did. I feel like he's... I mean, he's my pick, too. I feel like he's the safe choice, but also the right choice. He just did a lot. He did so much this year, and almost all of it was excellent. So... Yes. Hard to to argue, I think. Uh, Best Mm -hmm. overall wrestler, male or female. This one's hard. Um... God, I really, like, I want to go with one of the women because, like, so many of them just put their heart and soul into everything. Mm -hmm. But I'd probably say um, I would put Adam Cole as overall just, again, because of, I mean, he put his, he put himself through hell this year. Yep. um, And never missed a step, so. Just picturing all of the falls that this man took this year alone. Yes. And the schedule he was working, building up the Survivor Series with the fractured Mm -hmm. wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to pick, I wanted, honestly, I, I wanted to say Io Shirai cause she had such a great year. I thought, but she did, unfortunately for Io, she does not have the same caliber of, uh, people to work with as Adam Cole does. Mm-hmm. Like Io will have like, you know, two or three also very good wrestlers that she can work with. And Adam Cole had like six or seven yeah. Uh, it just made it real easy for him to have a bunch of great matches, too. So, yeah. yeah. Tag Team of the Year. This is where I got... I feel like I picked a dark horse, but... Mm. I'm curious to who ah. you thought was the Tag Team of the Year. Street Profits. Oh, you went with the Profits, huh? Hell yeah. I'll, I'm going to vote for, them big, for anything. Jacqueline's a big I fan. Can. I am. I feel like the knee-jerk reaction is to pick Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, but... I think no. we both agree that the best combination is uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Strong. Uh, mm-hmm. And they were good this year, but I went with Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan oh, Webster from NXT UK. Okay, okay, the Cardiff boys. Yeah, they had such good chemistry together. Every yeah. match that I've seen from them this year was really good. Uh, the TakeOver match was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I respect like that. that 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 opinion. Yeah. Uh, takeover of the year. I don't remember which one it is that I like. What's the one with uh, the cage match with all the weapons? That would with... be NXT Takeover Toronto Two. Then that's the one I vote for. <laughs> that was the. Uh... That was a great. I mean, that was a great takeover in general. But yeah, mm. that's that's just how I remember it. It's like as the mini war games. <laughs> yes. Uh, my. Uh... My pick is the same as, uh, well, it's not the same as last year's, but it's essentially the same show as last year's. The WrestleMania weekend, NXT TakeOver, New York City. Uh, WrestleMania shows are, the last two years have been blow away to me. So that's my pick. Uh, NYC. So match of the year. This was tough. There was a lot of great matches in NXT this year. There were, there were. Man, I don't, I mean... I know which one I'm probably going to go with, but the women's war game, war games, as well as the Lee Dijakovic match, both deserve, um, I think, uh, special 
honorable mentions. Yes. Um, but I am going with the three stages of hell match. Uh, okay. So I too am picking an Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano match, uh, as You're well. You're picking the other one, <laughs> but well, they had the, they had three of them and yeah. mine was the, my pick is the first one from the New yeah. York city takeover where Gargano won the title. I thought that match was, that's weird because that match didn't start out like, Oh, this is going to be an all time great match. But by the mm-hmm. time I got to the end, I thought it was an all-time great match. And also, I just loved that this crowd was vehemently against Johnny Gargano winning the title when this match started. And they were all celebrating with him when he won at the end. That uh, was pretty cool. So, I, lo- I-, I love that sort of thing. Rivalry of the year. Yes. I'm again going to go um, off script and vote and say my pick is for something not on these nominations. And that is Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Oh yeah, they had quite the quite the many the battles. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're on the list because I had, I didn't look. And for a minute there, my, I have it up. My knee jerk was to put Cole and Gargano down because they mm-hmm. had a great feud. But after this week's episode of NXT was done, I decided that I prefer the Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley feud. That's also a pretty good one. Uh, I just by the for me it's how they ha- they handled it so expertly. Like, I think there was some bumps in the Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole feud. I think they did the two out of three falls thing one too many times. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought this Shayna Rhea feud was just perfect, perfect from beginning to end and ended the exact way you'd have expected it to. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakout star of the year who had their breakout year this year, Jacqueline, in your opinion, um, man, um, Rhea Ripley, yeah. I mean, so I guess you could probably argue that she already broke out because they gave her the NXT UK Women's Championship, but... She lost it so fast, and they didn't get to, they didn't do much with her. No, so. and her run, this... her run was so unimpressive. She, yeah. When she came back to NXT, she was like a literally a different wrestler, a different yeah. performer. I don't know what happened on the in-between time, but she came back and felt totally different. Yeah. No, I, I respect that. That's a good pick. Uh, for me, Keith Lee, I think, is the... Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, he really had a great breakout year. He went he from being that guy to, like, are they doing anything with this guy? To, whoa! Uh, they're doing all the things. They're doing all the things with this guy. Uh, and uh, we'll end it on uh, the future star. So, essentially, who's going to be breakout star next year, Jacqueline? Swerve! I went with Swerve, too. Isaiah Scott. I looked at that. Uh, I do remember that list. It's the last. It was the last yeah. one on there, and I saw like Elia Dragunov. I like Elia Dragunov, but NXT, there's nothing happening in NXT UK. No, um, so I think Swerve is the right choice. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's going to have a really good year next year. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but we we shall see how that all goes. Uh, so yeah, that's the show for this whole year. In fact. The year is done for us. We'll be back in 2020. I have no idea what's going to be on that show. Uh, I don't, maybe, I'm sure they'll probably plug some stuff on the Christmas edition. Probably. It'll have to be a very vague ending, but, you know, that's, that's what you get. An anticlimactic ending to this show. Um, Oh, you know what? I forgot. We're in the middle of a war, too. Let's quickly talk about the war real quick. Uh, (laughs) AEW uh, lost this week. 700, yeah. 795,000 for NXT, 683,000 for AEW. Uh, the total score, by the way, is AEW 8, 
NXT 3, and of course, one bizarre tie. Uh, it should also be noted that in the actual battle for the actual ratings, uh, not talking about overall viewers, NXT for the first time won. Yeah. They won the 18 to, 49 18 to 49 demographic for the first time. It took them 12 weeks or whatever it was. but Better uh, late than never. Uh, they both actually did pretty horrible in the demos. Uh, AEW, usually when they win, they tend to be in the top 10, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of these shows, I think uh, NXT was 27th and AEW was 30th. Uh, this did happen. These shows are, did occur on the same night as uh, Donald Trump was officially uh, impeached. impeached. So the the ratings for news channels were like off the charts. Yeah, which so, makes sense. Including in the demos, which is which is crazy. But I'm sure it'll get made up for in the DVR numbers, by the way. The DVR numbers, combined with the overall views from live TV, suggest that AEW is doing about 1.4 to 1.5 million every week. Uh, and NXT is doing about 1.2 to 1.3 million every week. But that's through, okay. that's through DVR numbers, which advertisers don't care about. Right. Because people skip through them commercials, so... Sometimes you can't. So, ton, so tons of people are still watching the show. They're just not watching them live, which is a bummer because that's the thing that they need. They need people to watch it live for business purposes. Uh, but yeah, so NXT, another another win for them. And uh, for me personally, uh, an easy win for NXT. They had the far, far better show. Uh a good week for NXT, I would say, overall. Uh, all right, so that's it uh, for this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com, check out the archives of the show. Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe. Uh, that way you can hear us come back uh, after Christmas, of course. We'll we'll talk about that Christmas show, but we'll just sort of lazily blow through it. Uh as they sort of lazily put it together, I, th- I would imagine is uh, just as lazily as the show's being tossed together, we will lazily blow through it. And of course, we'll be reviewing the uh, January 1st, 2020 edition of NXT. We're going to do that next time uh, with more NXT in the year 2020. 